Uh, New Year's I, Eve was I crazy. Ha- New Year's party shit, was crazy. I didn't have much. I didn't have much much food in my system. I'm telling you, bro. At one point, I was like, "Yo, why are these lights flashing so fast?" <laughs> I was like, "Bro, what's going on?" But it was like it was like a like an on and on switch, bro. She was fast, <laughs> and then we step. I would take. I feel like my foot would just sink, bro. I said, "Oh <laughs> shit." That's why I was like, bro, where's the water, bro? I was like, I think it was Deja. Someone was like, yo, Marlon's in the bathroom washing his face. He's drunk right now. Yeah, I watched my face like like three times. What's going on? (laughs) Like, what are you saying? What? Yeah. And then I think Eric, I I told Eric or someone, I think it was me that said Eric. Me and Deja told Eric. And then Eric was like, that's good. Success. Some shit. I was like, what? (laughs) What's happening? Yeah, bro. That's my first time ever getting tipsy, bro. That's why why after that, I sat down and, and it went away by the time I left. That's just a real drug. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm thankful I was good after, bro. <laughs> I was good when I got home. I was good the next morning, but I only slept like two hours. I only slept like two hours. Oh, cause you went to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I only slept for like two hours, and I had to wake up early cause my dog was in the cage from like eleven, and I, I went to take him out like around eight in the morning. So he was in that cage for like what nine hours. Yeah. So I went to take him out, feed him, and shit like that. And then I went back back to my brother's crib. And then I went to work. That shit, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now I know, man. Oh, man. Listen. Shout out to everyone out there. Ambition crew. That's too low. That's too low. We're going to run that shit back. Yeah, run it back. Run it back. You already know Club Ambition podcast. Club Ambition in this motherfucking bitch. For the new year, first episode of the new year, 2023, we are in here, sound, and we got Marloon in the building, holding it down. We don't know what's happening with Erlen, mindset, I have no fucking idea, I'm going to be transparent with you guys, he's supposed to be here, it's the third episode he's missed in a row, you know, he's going to have to owe it to you guys, or whatever the case may be, um... You know, we all have our battles, you know, I guess, you know, mental health is real, but we we got to be a bit more professional. I don't know what's happening, Erlen. I know you're listening, brother. What's going on? You got you to gotta let us know, man. You got Marlon holding it down in this bitch, okay. and he doesn't mind, but it's you got to okay. let us know what's the plan, buddy. It's 2023, New Year. Um, You know, we had a whole New Year party. Erlen didn't even pop up. Nah. Did he even what say the, he didn't he even say he was not. going to or not. He yeah. didn't pop up. Not at all, bro. Now I think about it, yo. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. And no one thought about it throughout the night, but now I'm thinking about it. Yo, Erlen didn't even pop in. So we don't know what's going on. Mindset. Nigga don't give a fuck about us. He don't care about us no more. He don't love us no more. It's all good, though, bro. We ain't them cheap bitches. Yeah. You know, it's all good, nigga. You know, bros before hoes first. That's all I got to fucking say. Listen, I'm not I w- saying that's what got you fucked up, but still, nigga. You don't know. know. We, he might be deeply in love with like a Scandinavian like Scandin- female, like Scandinavian that might be. What's those called? The woman that kind of you you could like get married to, like foreign, like foreign wives, or like it's like a program. No, what you know, pen pals for real. It's like something. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but Club Ambition did have a podcast, uh, not podcast, a party. Uh, different P, a different P word. We were pushing P's. We were pushing a party this weekend, private event. Shout out to everybody that came through. Much love to everybody. Yeah. Um, beautiful, beautiful. Um, as you heard, Marlon right there speaking before the start. Well, during the start, um, he got a little lit. It was a lit night. 
You know, alcohol yeah. was flowing. People were going. Um, and hoes were hoeing. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. Nah, no, no, no. We're not no, those type of guys. Nah, <laughs> nah, no, no hoes. Let not. them think that, though. You can think what you like. Yeah. There definitely was plenty of girls in here. They fucked up one of the damn mic stands in the damn studio. Mm -hmm. They were supposed to be in here as a repayment uh, to potentially to provide some content, some commentary, because she's a funny girl. Shout out to her. Um, but she's not here. So I won't even mention her name. No free promo to you. Cash app, cash app, you know, cash app. She's from Portugal, though. I don't know that. Shout out to Portugal. Uh, Portuguese. Portugal. Um, aside from that, man, uh, hell of a night, like I said. Edwin was lit. Marlon was lit. Y.I. was lit. Everyone was lit. Um, lit like a tit. Um, <laughs> the mac and cheese was macking. Shout mac out to the Guatemalan that cooked that shit. Shout out to my shit. cousin, yo. <laughs> shout out to my cousin. You know, Brian, Brian. Shout out to Brian as well. You know, he might have... Let's God bless. Let's just say that. There might be a Guatemalan wedding coming soon. That's <laughs> that's all I should say. Um, but Brian, man. <laughs> Brian had a hell of a night. Uh, oh, my God. Brian brung the new year in... Very well. Um, you know, God bless Brian. He came hard into the new year. He came very, came very hard into the new year. I fucking butchered that shit. He came hard into the new year. <laughs> My God. Man, but um, yeah, man. Shout out to everybody out there. Rhode Island, New Year's. God bless. There's going to be a lot of uh, things coming this year. We already spoke yes, about sir. it on the previous podcast, yes, but sir. you already know. New year, new me. Yep. New girls we said. New year, new me. New year, new phone. Same old bitch, though. Same bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like, changed with the bitch. Like, the same shit. Like that. Same bitch. shit. You know, so let's get to changing, baby. Um, <laughs> let me take these off. This is just for the intro. I can't do the whole video like this. Sorry, guys. That's just for the thumbnail real quick. But let's talk about some topics. Uh, let's start with some New Year stuff because let me see. Over the weekend, over here in Rhode Island, this is a pretty cool, um, not cool, it's cool, but it's not necessarily positive. Some stats of what happened. Rhode Island State Police in Providence, not in Providence, let me read it, let me just read it, let me just shut the hell up and read it. Rhode Island State Police say they arrested 13 people for driving under the influence during New Year's weekend. So 13 people got arrested. Troopers responded to 54 crashes in Rhode Island. And 424 tickets were given. Damn! That's just in Rhode Island, the smallest state in the country. Um, who says that we can't party? No you know? Bullshit, no bullshit. No bullshit. But hey, hopefully, that in all seriousness, hopefully, you know, people know there's no deaths reported. There was crashes, but there was no deaths. So thank God no one has died, at least from what we're, we're hearing being reported here in Rhode Island. Um, but this is like a thing, like this is the number one weekend every year where people report the most crashes, the most incidents, the most, the most, uh, vehicle deaths. Very unfortunate, but Hey, at the same time is cause you know, people, they work all uh, very hard throughout the entire year. They want to celebrate the new year to potentially change things. Maybe, you know, get their life better improvement just celebrating with your friends family you know the new year's is a very you know it's an international type of thing it's not necessarily just like a uh biblical you know or like a folk folklore type of uh celebration holiday it's a universal thing because we if we're living by the calendar then every year is a new year so the countdown is like a huge thing you know universally so people tend to go too hard 
out here we saw it not if not directly from us um i don't think so but that car i don't think that was anyone from here no 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 it wasn't but there was a car in our parking lot that turned into this party or whatever i think the church party let's blame the church next door because they were partying too for the new year's they turned into this lot so hard that the wheel axle like broke off off, and they just left the car there and they ran away never claimed it and the police came here and i think you left earlier but when we left at the end and we left here like 5 a.m the police there was like six police cars over there everyone was nervous deja was nervous my girlfriend her friend told her she was telling alicia alicia shut the fuck up shut the fuck up you got a mama shut up <laughs> you're too you're too loud you're too loud and we got, the police we, they might they're definitely gonna follow us so we gotta be careful we gotta act normal guys we gotta act normal then they started walking too slow man you guys are making it hot we just gotta just walk normal just keep going like yeah. they were, it was a mess and then brian was turning up i'm like yo 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 we gotta relax they might really try to follow us out of here i don't know what's going on then I'm starting to realize more and more. I'm like, nah, they might be just worried about that car because they were all around that car. Yeah. And then when we go downstairs and start walking to our cars, the police start walking towards us. It was like a movie. I was like, hold up. Yeah. I'm like, mm, like maybe they want an explanation for me. So I had to gather myself because I was like a drunk. I'm like, I got to gather myself. I'm like, let me hold ocean. I held, held my son a little bit. I'm like, give them like, you know, I got it's like family party. So there was kids here. So like, there's not no crazy shit, no strippers or nothing. So yeah. maybe they'll respect that. But then the cop was mad cool. He fell in love with the Guatemalan's car. He was looking at her car. He was like, uh, he's like, I love your car. I love your rims because she got the the what she drive? the coupe, the Honda coupe, the Accord coupe. But she got like the the uh, gold rims. She got some nice ass rims. They're like um. Oh, that's hers. Yeah, they come out. Oh wow. They're nice. Very low ass car, bro. I drove her home when she was drunk the other day for um Christmas. Uh, Christmas. Oh, that's my cousin then. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's my cousin. That car, I couldn't. I cu- I had to like. We're gonna have to talk oh, about Femin though, cause because that Femin, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> I had to go up. around all the speed bumps. That car is extremely low, bro. It's like undrivable. I don't know how she does it, but God bless. That's that's a lifestyle, bro. I respect it. But the that's deputy, cousin, the cop, the officer loved it. It was like, oh, I was like, okay, 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 cop, okay, you acting okay, okay. I thought he was, I thought he was being sarcastic. He was being honest. Um, but yeah, he was worried, and he was like, yeah, but we're gonna, we're actually gonna, we'll figure it out. We're gonna call someone else in to maybe handle it because we just heard some shots in Providence. I was like, what? He heard like they were shooting in Providence. I was like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But they were very nice. Thank God, no issues. Um. But yeah, you know, people get, be safe, be safe out there. But at the same time, definitely, it's okay to celebrate. It's okay to be happy. Do not think that is awkward. Do not think that you know you don't want to follow the crowd. Shut the fuck up. Turn up. Celebrate life. You made it to a new year. We're here. We're alive. So let's keep on fucking pushing because you might as fucking well. Why not? You're here. Let's fucking do it. You know, you only live once. So twenty twenty three. Hell of a party, hell of an event. Club Ambition, we brought it in through. Very, very, very dope. Um, what else can we talk about? Oh, let's just talk about, well, there is a stomach flu going around. I want people to be very cautious. I had the stomach flu last week for a day. It was like full 24 hours. That shit rocked me, though. I was shitting, throwing up. It was crazy. Ocean had it uh, the day before me. He was throwing up every time he ate. It was like I, it was like a zombie. Like I thought we would turn it into zombies. I'm like, yo, what is going on? But it's a stomach flu going around right now. It's serious. Um, but it lasts literally 24 hours. And people in New England keep tweeting about it. They, a lot of people in New England have it. So be careful if you got the stomach flu out there. The flu's going hard too. Man, I never had nothing like that. I've gotten sick and shit, but I never had nothing like that where it had me on the fucking toilet and throwing up, bro. I was like questioning my life. 
<laughs> like that shit was crazy, man. Um, my stomach was it's it's better today. It's perfect today, actually. But yesterday and during New Year's and everything, it was still like releasing the gases that was stuck. So like I was like struggling to far. I had heartburn. It was a wild like that shit, man. I don't wish that shit nobody. Um, but God bless. Stay clear of the stomach flu going around. But then transitioning right into the dichotomy of the world. God gives, God takes. And we have been celebrating New Year's for the past four days, New Year's Eve, leading up to it, New Year's Day. And then today's considered New Year's Day as well on the calendar for, you know, people. A lot of people are out of school today, out of work. But there was a lot of people that died. A lot of celebrities that died, bro. Literally between like the four day span, starting with rest in peace Pele, the iconic soccer player, Arguably, a lot of people call him the best soccer player of all time has passed away. Pele from cancer. He passed away, I think, 82 years old, I want to say. He passed away. Rest in peace from Brazil. The legend. And then the same day, Vivian Westwood passed away. Rest in peace, Vivian Westwood. Famous designer passed away. And then we have Barbara Walters passing away. Famous interviewer journalist has passed away. I watched all her interviews, iconic. She would ask people questions straight up, uh, like with, with like no regard. She'll be so blunt and like straight up. Like she told the Kardashians, like, uh, you guys, you can't dance, you can't sing. To be honest, you're not really talented. Oh <laughs> like she God. had that classic like, viral moment with the Kardashians. Like she has so many like straight up like moments, iconic icon. Barbara Walters, rest in peace. Also, we have Gangsta Boo from 3-6 Mafia passing away she was the female part of three six mafia she has passed away allegedly from fentanyl fentanyl overdose my god so more than likely people are saying that she potentially got laced people if you're doing drugs i can tell you stop doing drugs but i can't force you but what i I can tell you and what i hope a lot of people force onto each other is at least testing your drugs if you're going to do them there's free tests out there. Test your drugs. Fentanyl is the number one killer right now in America for the past two years. It's on a high, high increase. It's not going down. Test your drugs. Fentanyl is out here in the streets. Rest in peace, Gangsta Boo. Also, Pope Benedict, the prior pope, has passed away at 95 years old. Rest in peace, Pope Benedict. XVI. What's XVI? What number is that? XVI? X is 10. 10. V is 5. Let me uh, six, 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 16. 16? Yeah. Pope sim- 16. Let me look up Pope 16. Yep, you're right. 16. Pope 16. Pope Benedict 16 has passed away. Also today, latest breaking news, the drummer from Earth, Wind, and Fire, Fred White, legendary drummer, famous artist, has passed away. All these people, artists, all of these celebrities have passed away within the past four days something's in the air mm. it's like and i feel like it happens every time there's a new like a new year comes around towards the end of the year people start being reported dead and then it's like we start the new year fresh like it's pretty crazy but at the same time we have to also have to remember you know the reality of life you only live once you know but so, what the fuck is going on these people keep dying like this is like wild god forbid another one gets reported tomorrow but on top of the we had to, uh, this is post-recording, uh, but added into the recording. 
flowing natural. But unfortunately, as I'm listing those names that have passed away this year, we have to add now today, literally as we were recording, it's been reported that legendary rally driver, legendary sportsmobile car driver, the car industry icon, Ken Block, has passed away at 55 years old after a snowmobile accident. According to the Wasatch County Sheriff's Office, Block was riding a snowmobile around 2 p.m. on a steep slope when the vehicle suddenly upended and landed on top of him. Mm. Officials say he was pronounced dead on scene due to injuries he suffered during the accident. Mr. Block was riding with the group but was alone when the accident happened. We are saddened to hear the loss of Kenneth and our hearts are with his friends and family so deeply affected 55 years old and he was also the co-founder of dc shoes that's crazy i forgot that fact about him yeah he was the co-founder of dc shoes this is a huge 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 personality person human Man, this is very unfortunate. We're talking about an icon, an icon to everything that is, you know, sports, to be honest. He represents that, you know, the automobile sports world. Yeah. And with DC Shoes, you're talking about everything that has to do with skating, skate mo- skating, skate wear, skate clothes, skate shoes. Bro, this is insane, man. Rest in peace. The accident has happened in Utah. 55 years old. Hoonigans, his team, you know, his company, Hoonigans, legendary, the original Hoonigan is Ken Block. They released a statement and they confirmed his death. Um, And yeah, just like Marlon was saying off camera, he posted pictures on Instagram earlier Monday morning, literally showing the snow, you know, with like a funny emoji, you know, showing how much snow it was. Man. Kenny was one of the most famous car drivers in the world, competed since the mid-2000s, and won a lot of awards. He became a huge star online, social media. Um, You know, he founded DC Shoes in 1994. He survived by his wife, Lucy, and three children. Block's 16-year-old daughter, Leah, she's a driver. Yeah, she just started getting into it, and she just finished building like a car with him. Wow. Yeah, that shit's crazy, man. Shout out to um, Travis Pastrama. Shout out to that entire, that whole world of, man, this is so crazy. Rest in peace, you know, legendary for his um, Jim Connor. Jim Connor yearly, I believe it's annual, right? Every year. Yeah. Annual Jim Connor videos that go viral, iconic. Iconic creator, iconic man. And like I was saying with the other deaths, what is in the air? What is going on? 2023, we're starting it off with a lot of famous people dying. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is happening, man? I, this is wild. And this was as I was looking at my phone because there's other news that we're going to report right now in the sports world as well. But rest in peace, Ken Block. He deserves his praises. He deserves his flowers. He deserves his acknowledgement. He's a legendary person, legendary entity. Everything around the Ken Block world, I really respected him without even being 
heavily indulged and involved in that community. I always respected everything that his name stood for. So shout out to him, man. Rest in peace, Ken Block. That's so crazy. When do you remember? What was your first time like learning about like Ken Block and stuff? Because I know you're into that shit heavy. Jim Connor, man. Jim Connor, right? Jim Connor, just everything that he's done, like the cars he's built, everything, man. I do it, yo. Fuck. Yeah, if you're heavy in the in the automotive industry and shit like that, that that's a goat right there. For real, for real. And even if you don't, you know, you're not a car enthusiast and shit like that, you know who the fuck he is, bro. You've seen it around. You know what I'm saying? Man. Damn, man, that sucks, yo. Rest in peace. Ken Block. Um, and just a quick moment of silence for everyone that's passed away. Celebrity deaths keep on going. That's how we're bringing in the new year, unfortunately, 2023, with some sad news. But kicking it forward to some more news, what was I going to talk about here? So let's talk about... Let's start with this. Let's keep. Let's start it fun. Fuck it. So, Bad Bunny might be canceled, or at least they're trying to cancel. They gotta chill out. They're trying to cancel Bad Bunny, and it's not because there's a bunch of softy. Well, they tried to cancel him uh, before this because he kissed a man, right? Like you no, can no, say no, 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 no. The when he um, when he puts the sign Sanyama Bailar and he brings people up to stage to try to like. Dance with them with yeah. his fans. So he, they were saying like he was making fun of like one shorty that went up and shit like that. I really? Didn't why? See it that way. You didn't see that video? No. Why? Because she didn't dance good. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't dance that good. But like they were saying like, oh, he was making fun of her and shit like that. I don't. I don't really know. So people were like, oh, he's fucked up for that. This, this, and that. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And and then he had like a. He had a. He had a concert thing in Mexico, some shit like that. And there was, like, issues, like, where people bought the tickets. They were being doubled and shit like that. So people were buying oh, tickets yeah. they already bought and shit. So yeah, a whole mess. But this shit, this shit's low-key funny. The shit that happened, what, during New Year's? Yeah, this happened literally uh, yes. during New Year's. Yesterday, yes. it happened at a party. Um, at the, I believe in DR, Dominican Republic, where my family's from, my country's from. My family family's country is... Dominican Republic, I'm Dominican. And DR, Bad Bunny, the biggest artist in the world, biggest Spanish artist, arguably of all time at this point. Mm-hmm. And every time when people rise to the top, there's going to be, be, be people, there's going to be people and opinions that try to bring you down. This might be one of those instances. So Bad Bunny, here we have the clip of him, allegedly, you guys interpret it how you may, knocking and throwing, literally grabbing and throwing a fan's phone into the water <laughs> here we have let's watch the clip together that's just funny man that's just funny don't don't forget to play the last part though where he's like yo like where, where, where he's like yo like my personal space oh yeah the react the his response yeah okay so let's see do they see it there more yeah okay let's play it from the top <laughs> So she all up on him. Like she all up on him. What? Right there. Right? Gone. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> oh my. Wow. Insane. <laughs> 
That guy made sure to suck some dick real quick. I, I mean, it's fucking Bad Bunny, man. You can't really blame him. You know, he's reminding Bad Bunny. I would have grabbed the shorty and threw him in the water, too. Listen, so let's break it down. Let's watch it slow motion. So right here we have it. We could play it without the audio at first. We have him literally smiling. He's walking with the fans. And then you have this one female fan that approaches him with the phone camera. Frontward facing recording. She got right there a quick moment, right? In my opinion, that's enough. She got that. That's it. You know, she could back off. What are you trying to do? A selfie video? That's it. You know? But then she seems to be walking with him for a while. Like pushing him. Yeah. And she probably was walking for him with him prior to this already a couple like longer seconds. Like a bit too long of of a time, right? You know, and then her face, ah, he's like, hey, he grabs a phone. Boom. Look at her. She thought he was about to kiss her. He's going to record. She thought he might like, oh, you about to kiss me? What's going on here, baddie? Conejo, que va a pasar aquí? And he's like, "Ah." boom, tosses it. Boom. Oh, Oh. shit. Everyone looks over. Everyone looking over. It's like, what? Did he just really throw that? Where's it going? What the hell? Oh, into the water. Into the water right there. Boom. And he walks off. And then let's play what he says. Something about his personal space. Wow. Insane. Everyone's like, wow. A couple people reacting like, wow. A couple of the girls like, wow. You really did that? What's going on? He's walking like a boss, though. I'll tell you that much. He's leaning hell backwards. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how this man's not falling. He's so amazing that he defies gravity. Look how cool he's walking. He's like, respeta mi espacio. That means respect my space. He's walking with a security guard. And then some people are like, yes, he's right. Respect his space. Someone says, Benito, te amamos como sea. Benito, we love you. Bad Bunny, we still love you no matter what. I don't care. We I still love you. And he went up to that person, I think, to like, you know, try to love, dap him up. But this is very still... She's forcing it, bro. Like, to me, it's still confusing. I'm thinking, like, also, why are all these people stay wearing the same, like, head... The head... The shit. head shit as him. Like, what is going on? Are they a part of his crew or not? Like, what is this head bandana shit? Well, the shorty that got the phone taken away wasn't wearing it, so... Oh, that is true, right? She she, she wasn't. She, she ain't from the, the squad. She was not. That might have been the That's fucking issue. Is. That might have been the fucking issue, to be honest. That's a good, that's a good highlight, Mark. That might have been the fucking issue. He's anti, anti-bandana. Because anti he is rocking with some banana. people, some girls, and they got the bandana. Yeah. Or what do you call it? Like a fucking babuskia? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Bro, they're all rocking it. One of them niggas look like Faruko, if I'm being honest. You know? So, then we have Bad Bunny's response to this. Bad Bunny has come out and tweeted his response. Oh, he said something? He said... The person who comes up to me to say hello, to tell me something, or just to meet me, will always receive my respect and attention. Those who come up to put a phone in my face, I will consider it for what it is, a lack of respect, and I will treat it like one. Yeah. Hashtag C. What did he say right there? It's cut off. I can't read it. What is that? C. Sin cojones. Metiene. Sin cojones me tiene. Hashtag sin cojones me tiene. La persona que 
se, sacar, se acercaría a mí a saludarme, a decirme algo o solo conocerme, siempre recibirá mi atención y respeto. Los que vengan a ponerme el, un, un cabrón teléfono en la cara, lo consideraré como lo que es una falta de respeto y así mismo lo trataré yo. Sin cojones me tiene. Bro, I never heard that phrase, oh, sin cojones. Sin cojones me tiene. Sin cojones me tiene. What the fuck does that mean? Without kind of cojones. <laughs> but sin cojones? Yeah, I don't think it literally means. Without uh, balls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, okay, I thought he said like, uh, un verano sin ti or some shit like in the, in the <laughs> hashtag. I thought he was promoting the music. I'm like, what is he saying in the hashtag? <laughs> but here we have Bad Bunny's response. Uh, Bad Bunny doesn't respond to anything. He, he kissed true. a man. They tried to cancel him. Yeah. He dressed up as a girl. They tried to cancel him. He never really responded. He'll have slight remark responses like months, years later in interviews, but he doesn't really react right away to nothing online, social media. Mm -hmm. Here we have him going viral for potentially doing something that has been the most, you know, kind of unbad bunny type of behavior we've seen, right? Because he does show love to everyone, but then he... He felt disrespected, so he just acted on it, right? I mean, come on, like... But it like, is kind of shocking in a sense where it's like, he could have not taken her phone and thrown it. He could have told her, you know, you do, get off of me, bitch. You get too close. Get the fuck up yeah, off me, bitch. Like, we're, we're humans, bro. But he Shit felt the happened. need to, like, I guess Shit a knee-jerk reaction, grab her phone, throw it, you know? And it's not like he knew people were recording... Well, I'm pretty sure he knew, obviously, people were recording him, but, like... It's not like oh, I'm gonna do this shit because people are recording me. It's like, yo, like, like y'all gotta remember, like, we we have to remember, right? These artists are human beings. Yeah, you're walking down the street, regular degular, right? And then you got some random fucking person putting a fucking camera on on your face. What you gonna do? You gonna be like, yo, yo, hold the fuck, yo, get that shit out of my face. What do most Karen say when they're in the street or when they're getting recorded? Yo, you can't record me. I don't consent. This, this, and that, but and you ain't even shit. So imagine a fucking celebrity. Yeah, that is true. You know what I'm saying? You're just walking down the street, minding your own fucking business. Oh, Benito, hey, me puedo tomar una foto contigo, un video. You know, some cop. Vente pa' acá. Some For, yeah. shit, you know what I'm saying? Professional. No, but she's like, she's like getting in front of him and like bumping into him. And she's like, that would have done the same fucking shit, bro. I would have yeah, done it the is, same shit. It is pretty aggressive. Come on, bro. It is pretty aggressive and like unnecessary for them to, you know, kind of just think like he owes them that that's another thing he doesn't really owe them that at all like these artists don't owe nobody nothing and he's one of the artists that give a lot to his fans all the time he's always giving back to his fans free concerts free shows in puerto rico etc always something mad music unnecessarily you know he just always is giving so i think in my opinion i think it is definitely i think he deserves to do what he did in that moment. He deserves that. Even if you look at it like a, like, oh, it's like, oh, it was a bit too far. He was a bit too aggressive. I feel like he deserves to do that. He has the right to do it. Like, he's earned that. Like, he's it Bad is, Bunny. He's done so much throughout the entire fucking year. Yeah. And then to end the year, you want to, like, you know, I know go crazy because that's, an, that's another thing. He he makes people's lives literally better. So if they see the him, mm -hmm. it's unbelievable to them. It's like yeah. looking at a star 100%. walking. They're like, oh, my God, it's fucking Bad Bunny. 100%. They want to run up on him and record him. They want to fucking kiss him, suck him, everything. 100%. So this woman was one of the peop these people. But, lady, personal space is a real thing. Back up. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Now, take this, you know. 
as a learning lesson. You're going to come up to an artist, have a good-ass case on your phone. Waterproof, <laughs> shock-resistant, shock you know what I'm saying? 100%. A good-ass OtterBox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm plugging you in OtterBox. This is an OtterBox promotion. promotion. Yo. Listen, if she had an OtterBox, no worries that it fell in the water. That shit's dry. She would have been like, thank you. Would have slapped that shit out of her hand. Yeah. That shit would have bounced back up into her hand. That's all I'm going to say. Otterbox. That shit looked naked. OtterBox. That shit looked naked. I think she had no case. Sponsor us. Listen, OtterBox, Marlon just gave you a free fucking it's idea for promotion. On, bro. You can literally come reenact on, that whole shit 100%. and do a commercial 100%. that will go viral. Go viral. Without needing the fucking Super Bowl. Come on, bro. So if you fucking do it, we fucking set it here first. Come on. And you fucking owe percentages. Bro, Bad Bunny and the OtterBox commercial blow the fuck up. Oh, my. It's bad. Ooh, if they come get on. him involved too. Come on, bro. <laughs> just throwing phones. Yo. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. Oh, man. That's what the line's gonna be called. <laughs> Listen, man. Oh man, God bless that phone. Uh we we shall see. Hopefully this lady doesn't go over do over does it does a press tour now, gets interviewed. La mujer que el, 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 el eh, Bad Bunny le tiró el celular en el agua. La mujer está aquí con el celular. Like, I don't want to get her. She's going to be famous now. What's going to happen? Like, let's not. Come on. I wouldn't doubt it, though. Spanish people were very gossipy. Oh, for sure. Dominicans, Puerto Rican, for that sure. culture, that news culture cycle is very gossipy. So whatever morning show that they got down there. In oh, the she yard, probably bro, already she's booked. She's already on it. She's probably on it tomorrow already, morning. Already, That's it. So, but that shit was wild to see the Bad Bunny trending because of that. Because he's such a huge star, obviously. Anyone does that. Freaking... Let's say Sway Lee did that. People would be like, oh, my God, what the fuck, Sway Lee? Uh, Bad no, Bunny it, doing it, that's what gives it, like, that bigger of a headline. 100%, 100%. Like, it's like, what? It's like, uh, what's that dude, the, the dude that just blew up? Steve Lacey. They, like, threw a fucking thing at him. On, on stage. He just fucking kicked the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. What I think done, Tyler Crater did that shit, too, on, on stage. Shit, bro. He got smacked in the face with her or some shit like that. <laughs> would have done the same thing, bro. I think Doja Cat, what Doja Cat does, she just does, every time they do it, she just records, like, some weird shit. And like funny ass weird ass faces And mm. just throws it back at them Or gives it to them at the end of the show But yeah man and People calm the fuck down I've never been that type of person to like Man like that, I don't know People are just wired differently Cause that's some other shit Bro it's just People, be, people don't know how to it's act just, It's just common sense bro Just have someone Just put yourself in their shoes Have some random person run up on you Right <laughs> and shove some shit on your face, bro. Come on, bro. Like you're gonna feel weird. You're gonna be like, yo, back the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? She didn't even ask. Come on, bro. Like, Benito, me puedo tirar una foto de Benito. Benito, puedo grabar un video, un videocito. Oh, Benito, manda un mensaje. Give a shout out to my mom or something real yeah, quick. Bro. Something that makes sense to like, get in his face because then he'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, let's go. But then you just doing it, not even talking to him, literally just filming him. Yeah. And like he doesn't feel like looking at it. Cause he's not in that mood right there. He's like, it's just awkward. It's awkward. It's awkward. My boy doing the fat Jolene and fucking chill over here interrupting that <laughs> shit. Like, come bro, on, bro. He's rocking like he's walking like he about to go lay some dick somewhere. Like he got bigger shit to do. He got better shit to do. He was walking <laughs> like he's about to go have some sex. Yeah. That walk was crazy. Yeah, you would thought he was on a hill, <laughs> bro. He's slanting like he's fucking gangster. That nigga, man. Listen, shout out to him, man. Um, artist of the year. 100%. And this year he might be already. Just give it to him. Why not? He don't even got drop shit. Just give it to him again. Um, why not? It's fucking bad money, people. Let's do it. Now, uh, speaking of music, there's also some news we got to report here. 
The Copyright Royalty Board has approved a settlement for streaming royalties owned by songwriters and publishers for the period of 2023 and 2027. There's going to be a new percentage, new number for streaming royalties. So this is going to help a lot of the artists, right? The Copyright Royalty Board judges issued their ruling on streaming royalty rates for songwriters from January 2023 today to December of 2027. Let's read the actual ruling. The ruling sets the rates for subpart C and D of five-year period known as Phono Records IV or Phono 4 for short. And it represents a, comp a compromise between the music industry and the streaming services, creating certainty around the royalties owned by songwriters for U.S. mechanicals. Let's start going down to the numbers. I want to really see what the fuck this shit really means. According to the settlement, okay, here we have it. As the highest rates in the history of digital streaming. So these are going to become the new highest rates ever in the history of digital streaming. The headline... The headline right, uh, rates will increase. Okay, here we have it then. From 15.1% of revenue in 2023 to 15.2% in 2024, and then up a half percent point in each of the remaining three years, peaking at 15.35% in 2027, the final year of the term. For a standalone portable subscription offerings like Spotify, the total content cost component of the rate formula will be set at 26.2% of what's paid to labels for the entire term or $1.10 per subscriber, which is lower. Previously, those numbers were 21% of revenue and 80%, uh, 80 cents per subscriber. Wow, that's, uh, that one's really good. Okay, so when it comes to uh, subscription platforms, streaming platforms, the royalties are going to raise from 21% to 26.2% and from $0.80 cents per subscriber to to 1.10%. I keep saying percent. $0.80 cents of the dollar per subscriber to $1.10 per subscriber. Okay. And that's the thing. These are... You know, small numbers, it makes a difference, but it's still sucky. <laughs> it's like, it's just still bad. Say. <laughs> I'm thinking this is going to be like a huge jump. Yeah, we're talking about point percent. Bro, this point. is wild. Point percent, not even a whole percent. Okay, so let me see this one. The resultant mechanicals are compared against a pool calculated by multiplying a streaming service's total subscribers by 60 cents per person. Whichever of these two totals is bigger becomes the final <clears throat> mechanical royalty pool paid out to the publishers and songwriters. Previously, the multiplier for the last 50 years, no, the, for the last 10 years, has been set at 50 cents per subscriber. Okay, so they're raising this by 10 cents. The final ruling reached two days before its rates is set to take effect is a striking contrast from the, light, uh, the lengthy proceedings set from 2018 to 2022. Okay, the music industry initially won the increase of the headline rate from 11.4% to 15.1%. But the following year, Spotify, Amazon, Google, and Pandora appealed, hoping to secure a lesser rate. This result resulted in a legal back and forth uh, that continues still. 
and has created uncertainty between the companies and what songwriters are owed for their work for their work. So this this is actually like a big deal happening behind the scenes. A lot of people are not discussing. So people are trying to get more money, rightfully so. Songwriters, artists, and the streaming platforms are not trying to give more percentages. They want lower percentages. So I went from uh the main rate, the headline rate, starting at eleven point four to going to fifteen point one in the recent years. But now the new rate is gonna raise literally 0.1 percentage per year so this year is raising to 15.2 next year is going to go up again and in the following year following year until it's peaking at 15.35 in 2027 about four years from now which is crazy because that's not even one percent higher but it is point percentages higher but it still sucks mm-hmm. like this is not nothing like this goes to show you why the record industry is making so much fucking money every damn year. The music industry is making so much damn money and these artists are suffering at the end of it. They're all getting fucked. They're all getting jerked. And we had to just sit down and not do nothing about it because we want to listen to music. But it, it goes to remind you the struggle of this underlying issue in the music industry that no one's addressed clearly because no one knows the clear fucking answer to it. And, it, and it's literally the question... What is the value of a stream? No one's ever said it. We literally went from one day going to Walmart, going to Best Buy to buy CDs to the next day. Okay, now it's on your phone. You have a streaming services. Okay. But then for us as a consumer, we don't care. It's fun for us. We get to listen to any music whenever we want. Easier. But for the people creating the music, they never got a clear definition. No one signed a contract. There wasn't like a contract agreement amongst all record labels, all artists around the world, where they're like, okay, we can do that. We're not gonna just, we're not gonna do CDs on world, do streaming services, and we're gonna get this much money. They never did that. The record labels handled it with these companies, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Music, and they left the artists out of the the, the negotiating. None of these artists have negotiated none of that. They have nothing to do with it. And unless you're Drake or Nicki, like these huge artists, it doesn't direct your numbers because they're going to get millions no matter no matter what. But at the same time, technically, they're getting jerked. They're getting fucked. Yep. Drake should be getting billions of dollars because that's how much he's making these these record labels. That's how much he's making the Universal. Last year alone, Drake dropped what? Honestly, never mind. The album with um, fucking 21 Savage and all those features, random songs he dropped, re-releasing his old shit, the care package shit that happened like the year prior. And he's always going to get streams off his old music. How much money do you think he made the record label? Bro, it's probably so much. But he signed a new contract. I think it's like $600 million. So like he probably doesn't give a fuck, obviously. But it's just so wild that we have to like deal with this. Let me just look up randomly how much. Let's see. if They probably didn't release it yet. But how much money was made in the music industry in 2022? Let's see. Wow. Okay. Damn. Wow. How much? U.S. recorded music revenues in the first half of 2022 to rise 9% compared to the year prior to $7.7 billion estimated value. 
Wow. That was half of 2022. So let's say double that. So 15 between in 2022. So the total is going to be the music industry made between 15 to 20 billion dollars last year alone. That's how much money was made in the music industry. And I believe that that's just in America. That's just the U.S. Bro, that is insane. And if you think about it, last year was when everyone had their lowest selling albums of all time. You had some of them that were the highest. Taylor Swift. Who else? Fucking tell SZA had wild numbers. But aside from that, you had, you know, even Drake's first album, honestly, never mind, sold low. You had everyone else selling like, they're not even going fucking uh, gold. They're not going gold. They're not going platinum. Like, no one's going platinum anymore. Albums are selling lower than, than ever before. And then even though, ironically, that's happening, you have Sweetie selling 3K, fucking Coyle Ray selling 2K first week. These people selling low-ass numbers, right? But then you have the music industry making $20 billion? Something's up. And these motherfucking rich people that run these labels need to give these artists a bigger chunk of the pie, a bigger piece of the pie. But hey, guess what? We ain't going to do shit. We still going to be dancing and fucking uh, listening to this music, asking for more. We need more. We need more albums. We need more music. But these people at the end of the day are getting jerked and fucked. 100%. That's why a lot of them want to be independent. Who's a, who's a big independent artist right now? Um, Bad Bunny damn near, basically, with that contract we broke down before. <laughs> yeah. But um, <clears throat> there's a big one right now. I forgot that people were talking about. But there's always, like, people coming up. That coming up, I don't know, where like, oh, they're independent or like they're going to turn independent. It's for this reason, because people are getting fucked and jerked. Yeah, I mean, they'll definitely get more money if they're independent, but it's still not like streams get much money either way. So, And, the, and, and these companies uh, screw them over. They don't really uh, look out for them as much as they would for a record label artist. Yeah. You know, because these record labels lace their pockets up, but these independent artists don't. Oh, Bobby Schmurter's independent, so he's been complaining about shit recently. That's what it is all the time now. But hey. It's a sign of the times, man. These, these, there's people saying there's no money in the music industry. There's plenty. It's just not going to the artist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to these record labels, you know. And at the same time, you see random artists selling their whole catalogs, their whole back catalogs of royalty. Justin Timberlake did it last year. Everyone's the Little Wayne did it. Everyone's doing it randomly for like three hundred, two hundred million dollars. Justin Bieber was reported to potentially do it to his older music. So. It's just a weird thing happening right now. There's no real deal, definite explanation. Hopefully, we might have eventually, who knows? Some people actually behind these record labels on this podcast one day, if they're hearing this, they probably hate this video. So you're more than welcome to come and join and explain yourselves, you fucking thieves. And on that note, we want to send prayers to this gentleman, Damar Hamlin, from the Buffalo Bills. Breaking news, literally as we're sitting here, the Bills safely, the Buffalo Bills safety from the NFL Buffalo Bills, literally during the game, Monday Night Football, has collapsed on the field during the first quarter. We are going to play the video censored. Warning, trigger warning. The video is going to be played censored. And we're going to look at some of the people's instant reactions happening right now, along with the update. As of now, we're hearing he's alive. 
that's literally minutes ago. I just saw the update. He's alive. So he's alive. He has not passed away. A lot of people thought he like it, from looking at the video. Yeah. Uh, what the heck? This is very. This is what the. This is wild. So let's play the video. Where's the? Um, the thing is, it might not even be on um on here really, huh? On YouTube. I sent it through text to you. Yeah. So I think I sent it again. To my. Did I not know? But I think I'll be able to find it. Because I, I saw maybe that same exact one that you saw. But I didn't think it was real. Because you never know with this stuff. Man. Here we have. Here's the video of the incident. Censored. Right there, you see there's a tackle that he makes as a safety. And if you look at it, it's a pretty strong tackle. This part so far is not really like, this is not the... the Graphic part, obviously. This is the play. It's a strong tackle, but it also does look like a regular play. But it is pretty strong. Look at so the boom. You know, some slight like head-on collision right there, I would say. And then he brings the guy down. He makes the tackle as a safety. Then he gets up. And then censored right now happening. He falls, but then even prior to the the falling, like his hands do kind of some sort of like weird. You see, look at his legs, and right there you see like his hands, mm -hmm. and then unfortunately, he drops right there. And then the referees immediately to his attention. This is very sad. At the same time, we have to realize this is the reality of the sport. And many sports. They're all dangerous. Specifically football. It's one of the most dangerous sports to ever exist. That's why they literally wear helmets. Shoulder pads. Knee pads. Everything. To try to avoid this type of injury. And it can still happen. 100%. And it still does happen. 100%. Um, let's look at some of the reactions. Here we have video of Demar Hamlin. With his mom. Is making rounds around. The internet, you know, she's just very a very supportive mother. Proud of her son, as she should be. So prayers to his mother, prayers to that whole family, and then we have um, Ryan Clark. Four years old. Let's look at Ryan Clark's instant reaction. It's been going viral. Or actually, let's look at some on-field reactions first. So here we have, you know, the quarterback's reaction, the team's reaction on the field. Because this literally happened as the game literally just started. Like, that was like seven minutes later into the, the inning, and then this happens. After a couple scores, though, I will say that. There definitely was a lot of action early in the game. 
And this is a very, by the way, guys, for those who don't know about football, this is a very, very key game, very important game. This is not just a regular game. This is a game that can decide a lot of people's potential place now in the playoffs, the standings. You know, it's an important game. Man, prayers to that whole, that whole team, his teammates. His teammates literally have to just deal with this. Like, this is, this is very sad. The whole field in shock, right? We have some reactions. So this is uh, Ryan Clark's reaction. This is, the song. this is about DeMar Hamlin. Trying to speak up a little bit and, more, please? That way uh, I can hear it a bit It's about a too. young man at 24 years old that was yeah. living his dream mm -hmm. that a few hours ago was getting ready to play the biggest game of his NFL career, and there's probably nowhere else in the world he wanted to be. And now he fights for his life. And when DeMar Hamlin falls to the turf and when you see the medical staff rush to the field and both teams are on the field, you realize this isn't normal. You realize this isn't just football. And so many times in this game and in our job as well, we use the cliches, you know, I'm ready to die for this. I'm willing to give my life for this. It's, it's time to go to war. And I think sometimes we use those things so much, we forget that part of living this dream is putting your life at risk. And tonight, you know, we got to see a side of football that is extremely ugly, a side of football that no one ever, that side of football that no one ever wants to see mm -hmm. or never wants to admit exists. When you see both teams on the field crying in that way, your first thought is DeMar Hamlin. Yep. The second thought is his family. And this isn't about a football player, right? This is about a human. This is about a brother. This is about a son. This is about a friend. This is about someone who is loved by so many that you have to watch go through this. I, um, I dealt with this before, and I watched my teammates for days come to my hospital bed and just cry. I had them call me and tell me that they didn't think I was going to make it. And now this team has to deal with that and they have no answers. Mm -hmm. And so the next time I think that we get upset at our favorite fantasy player <laughs> or we're, we're upset that the, the guy on our team doesn't make the play and we're saying he's worthless and we're saying you get to make all this money, we should remember that these men are putting their lives on the line to live their dream. And tonight, DeMar Hamlin's dream became a nightmare for not only him. Very, very, very true. Very, very true. I, I, I second Ryan Clark's opinion, the statement. Everything he said there is literally how I feel. Let's see. This, uh, I think I saw LeBron James, actually. Let's look at LeBron James's reaction. Fresh off, literally, I think he had a game. It looked like his post-conference for his game. Um, LeBron James reacting to the unfortunate DeMar Hamlin accident that has occurred. I just won a basketball game. I'm not sure if you saw what's happened in the, uh, if you saw in the locker room what's happened with the NFL game. Um, they, uh, they have suspended the game while waiting the player's condition. I was wondering if you can comment on your thoughts on uh, what happened. And is, is that the right call, obviously? Uh, well, obviously, I don't know, uh, you know, what happened. I've seen the play, but I don't know exactly what happened. Uh, my, my thoughts and, and super prayers goes up to the skies above. Uh, for that kid's family, for him, um, for, you know, that brotherhood of the NFL and everybody a part of the NFL family. 
Um, it's definitely the right call by either whoever made that call, Roger, Roger Goodell, or whoever had an opportunity, to, the authority to make that call to suspend that. Uh, the safety of our of players in, in all sports is always the most important. So, um, you know, it's a, it was a terrible thing to see, um, and, and I wish uh, um, you know nothing but the best for that kid, um, uh, for the city uh, of Buffalo, for the franchise of the Bills, um, and like I said, for the rest of the NFL too as well, and also the Bengals that was there, um, and, you know, playing in that game. So, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the NFL. I'm a huge fan of football. And, you know, you, you never want to see anything like that happen, um, even in that, the type of competition that they're playing in. Well said as well. Listen, this is going to be a historical thing right here. This is history. Like, this is unfortunate history. But the night that this happened is going to be something that's traumatic for everyone. Look at the, some of the fans leaving the game that was suspended. Um, yeah, oh, no. Okay, so this is these are fans... Showing up at the actual hospital. Wow. Okay. Where DeMar Hamlin was taken to, more specifically. And these are fans of the opposing team, too. This is the Bengals fans. And they still came through to try to show some respect. That is, that is crazy, man. Yes. This is wild. This is why this is very unfortunate. This literally happened while we were recording, and I, I decided to just you know record again because the respect is needed. Let's see literally some of the reactions. Okay, let's see some of the reactions right here. We have um, JJ Watt, uh, JJ Watt, who literally just announced this is going to be his last season. One of the most famous, one of the best NFL players of all time, JJ Watt, arguably. This game is not important. Demar Hamlin's life is important. Please be okay. Please. Buffalo Bills, thoughts and prayers. Patrick Mahomes, praying hard. Please be okay, man. Debo, God be with him and his family. Sauce Gardner, Father, God, I pray that DeMar Hamlin is okay and here with us. I also ask for speedy recovery mentally, physically. God, in Jesus' name, amen. The Bengals have tweeted, sending our thoughts and prayers to DeMar. And then also I want to uh, see... Skip Bayless had a controversial tweet. Skip Bayless, because like I stated earlier, this was an important game. But obviously, like J.J. Watt said, does it really matter? This is someone's life. Skip Bayless. Nothing is more important than a young man's health. That was the point of my last tweet. I'm sorry if that was misunderstood, but his health is all that matters. Again, everything else is irrelevant. I prayed for him, and I will continue to. Oh, this was his apology tweet. Where's his prior tweet? Did he delete it? More than likely, right? Let's see. He probably did it because he wouldn't keep that one up. Oh, right, right here. This, this is the tweet. Look, Look at that, bro. 76 million views on this tweet. <laughs> no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. But how? This late in the season... A game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Questlove said he's a human being, man. Damn. Ben Baller, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mad people commented below. Skip Bayless calling him out. You're gross. What is wrong with you? Come on. You're dumb as hell. Shit's bigger than football, dork. Listen, I think... um. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a bit tasteless. Skip Bayless is questionable sometimes. I respect him, and I'm a fan of his, but he's questionable with his takes. I think here he could have just skipped everything else and just said to just said you know prayers and thoughts. Just that's it, you know. But he, you saw it, it was crucial. His life is what matters. That's what makes it uh, seem irrelevant the game. But you should have just said that right away. Like, oh, this game's irrelevant. Prayers in him for him. No extra sauce on it. And then at the apology, you see what he meant. Okay, whatever. But Skip Bayless, come on, bro. Come on, Skip. Come on, Skip. Shannon Sharp's going to cuss the fuck out of him tomorrow on the show. And we're expect a Skip Bayless apology again, literally, on camera tomorrow on the show. Because that's what he always does. But that's definitely some... Uh, that's a bit tasteless. I think that's tasteless right there, that tweet. Um, aside from that, my opinion... And my my take, well, let's get the update. My bad, actually. Let's read the actual update um, that I believe an NCAA, this man, who is it? NCAA coach, brand coach, first personal brand coach in the NCAA, CEO of Jaster Athletes, you know, important person, actual person with some actual, you know, integrity. Update on DeMar. His vitals are back to normal, and they put him to sleep to put a breathing tube down his throat. They are currently running tests. We will provide updates as we have them. And that's the latest update as of this recording date right now. That was at 10.31 p.m. DeMar is alive. DeMar Hamlin is alive. His vitals are back to normal, and they have put him to sleep. He's sleeping. He has tubes down his throat. But he remains in critical condition. Critical condition. My opinion is this. At the end of the day, that is one of the reasons why I personally never really went hard with sports because I was always scared of certain moments of injury. I was literally in Little League. I got hit in the face with a ball. I got paranoid. It really hurt. And I was very young. But then even going forward, I was playing, uh, was it basketball i think basketball at classical and in my tooth to this day it got pushed back a little bit like a couple centimeters back my right big tooth got pushed back and it's like the nerve is like a pinched nerve type of thing happening still in my gums since that's since high school and that was just incidents of just as a kid playing like yeah. not really seriously playing so imagine god forbid you know taking it to this level and something happening you know I've always been scared of that. It's fun to play these games. You know, we grew up with them. We love them. We play video game versions of them. We look up to these people. We love these idols. You know, we it's amazing. It's, it's so entertaining and inspiring. But then at the same time, you have to remember they're humans. So that's what's, that's what's scary about this, that at any moment, God forbid, they can potentially pass away on the field, on the court. It's happened. It's happened. Boxing, a box. I think a couple boxers passed away. I want to say at least one definitely was reported last year. Literally after incidents in the ring, internal bleeding, sports are dangerous. So please remember that they're humans. Please take them seriously. Please do not be inconsiderate of them. Don't like, oh, like how um Ryan Clark was saying. You know, be respectful. Your fantasy, whatever you made bets, you, fuck them, fuck them, yeah, whatever. But don't, don't let it like, don't live and die by that. Remember that they're actually humans. Like a point, two point, whatever, a couple points doesn't define them. You know, I think that's another thing. That's it. 
that's a there's a good thing to this, unfortunately. And the good thing is that we have we ha- we get remembered of the human, you know, the human f- of side of things. There's a, these are human, you know. So that's that's one good takeaway from this. But obviously, everything else is just negative. Like, man, I don't know what they're gonna do with that game. It doesn't matter. But I'm more than likely that I'm not sure. If, I don't think they're continuing it tonight. I doubt it. Um, they're probably gonna make it go into next week or something. That's just very sad, you know. Prayers to uh, Demar Hamlin. One of the craziest videos I've ever seen in sports history right there. That video of him just, his body just dropping like that. Um, Wild to see. Wild to see, but it happened. What is going on with the news around these Marvel Marvel actors? Literally, the people that play Marvel uh, characters from the Avengers, coincidentally, three of them are in the headlines at the same damn time. First of all, we want to send prayers to Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, who plays... Hawkeye, right? Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Let's here, uh, look at it right here. The Avengers star, Jeremy Renner, 51 years old, in critical condition, but stable, um, after he was injured while plowing snow in Nevada. How much snow is there in Nevada that you were plowing and you got injured? That is insane. So he's injured. Shout out to Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner, the sharpshooter. We need him. We need him. We need a second season of Hawkeye yeah. on Disney+. Plus. I need to see that second season. We need him. Uh, hopefully he's good. Hopefully he's uh, um, you know, healthy. He recovers fast. Aside from Hawkeye, so Hawkeye's injured from the snow plowing. Then we have two potential um, actors that have realized that their families were slave owners. They didn't know. Now they're realizing it. Hey, you guys are white, but do your research. Your families were slave owners. We have, uh, as of late, the newest one was Edward Norton. Edward Norton, who used to play Hulk. Shout out to Edward Norton, who played Hulk. So Hulk is the former Hulk, but the, in my opinion, the best Hulk, has uh, discovered his ancestors' own slaves. Edward Norton. So he was on the new PBS show. It's not a new PBS show, but a new episode. It's called Finding Your Roots. Um, and the 53-year-old star um, found out, is that a fucking fruit fly? Ah, uh, it's the record labels. They're trying to kill us. We're spreading the truth. They sp- they sent it in their fruit fly robots to fucking kill me. <laughs> Embarrassing. Um, let me see right here. So, Oscar-emanated actor was left uncomfortable in a preview to the new sh- episode of the show, Finding Your Roots with historian Henry Louis Gates Jr., the host um, the host asked, what's it like to see that after presenting the actor with a photo of a family of seven, seven slaves that his family owned, Edward Norton, ancestrally, uh, the short answer, these things are uncomfortable and you should be uncomfortable with them. Everyone should be uncomfortable with them. It's not a judgment on you or your own life, but it's a judgment on the history of this country. It needs to be acknowledged first and foremost and then it needs to be contended with. He also added, when you go away with census, uh, go away from census counts and you personalize things you're talking about, possibly a husband, a wife with five girls, and these are slaves born into slavery. And then the host said, born into slavery and in slavery in perpetuity. And then Norton said, yeah. And said, again, you need, you uh, when you read slave aged eight, you just want to die. 
because it's these, these he's, I guess he was reading into it, and I guess literally these were some, they were not just slaves. Like, oh, they, these family, his family took them and they became slaves. They had slaves that were so, so like into slavery that they gave birth to children that became slaves. They grew up as slaves. It was like slave, like the, the generations kept going of slavery. It didn't stop, right? So that was what was such an interesting, unique situation when it came to Edward Norton's uh, ancestral family's um, actual influence into slavery and the, and the history of slavery. Um, and especially because I guess he gave him a photo. So that photo, you know, I would imagine made him feel very, very um, weird. For sure. For but sure. at the same time, hey, brother, you are white. You got to deal with it. But then also, that's Hulk. But then the biggest story out of all these three is the one that's gone viral the most is become Benedict Cumberpatch, a.k.a. Doctor Strange. That's right. Doctor Strange, you can't avoid this multi-universe dimension of your family actually being slave owners. It's real life. It's not a multi-universe uh, uh, on a television. It's actually real life. Here we have it right here. The big headline story. Benedict Cumberpatch's family could be forced to pay reparations for ancestor slaves. We are just at the beginning. The family of Benedict Cumberpatch could be forced to pay reparations for slavery after it was revealed he had family ties to a sugar plantation in Barbados. The Caribbean nation, which became a republic in 2021, is looking for reparations from the families of past slave owners, and Cumberpatch could find himself in a legal battle, legal battle, over his ancestors owning a plantation in the 18th and 19th century. According to a report, the seventh uh, great-grandfather of the Oscar-nominated actor, Abraham Cumberpatch, that's his grandfather. Wow, the seventh great-grandfather. Whew, that's what, whew, how many, seven generations, but that's that could be any number of years, depending on how long his grandfather's left uh, lived. Damn, he must feel like shit. Bought the Cleveland uh, Plantation in 1728. Wow. That's almost 300 years ago. Oh, my God. Which housed 250 slaves for more than 100 years. Cumberpatch's relatives reportedly earned the family a small fortune from the plantation. After slavery was abolished in 1830s, Cumberpatch's ancestors and the other slave owners were compensated with a monetary amount now worth millions. Last November, The Guardian reported that the Barbados government has indicated its plans to seek reparations from Richard Drax, a conservative member of the British Parliament who inherited the island's largest plantation. Drax is facing pressure to hand over his family's land, and if he refuses to, Barbados will ask for an international arbitration court to decide on the matter. <laughs> Yo, this is wild, man. Listen, this is reality, though. You got to deal with it. Let me see what else is it saying specifically about the Cumber Patches right here. If Barbados challenges is successful in the court, it will pave the way for his government to seek compensation from the sentence of slave owners, including Cumber Patch. David Cumminson, Barbados deputy chairman of the island's National Commission on Reparations, told the Telegraph he wants the ancestors of slave-owning families to pay damages. This is the earliest stages. We are just beginning, he said. A lot of history is only really now coming to light. Wow. Do we have any response from 
Cumberpatch? Let me see. Benedict Cumberpatch, actually, I forgot. He played an enslaver. He paid, he played an, a slave owner. Wow, I forgot he played a slave owner in 12 years a slave. How well did he? What the hell? How, how well did he play that paper? I forgot he played an enslaver in 12 years a slave. So his movie, 12 Years a Slave, was actually a reality this entire time. Bernard the Cumberpatch. Wow. Wow. <laughs> He's acknowledged, I guess, okay, so he acknowledged the slave ownership in the past. He said in, a, in a, his role in, 20, oh, in 2006, abolitionist drama, Amazing Grace, was sort of an apology for his ancestry. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, Cumberpatch, you can you can't just play roles and expect that to be an apology. But I get it; these people they're white, they're they're not, they know they got they got to research more of their culture, etc. The black culture, so they're probably out the loop. But hey, when it comes to the government, if the government is gonna make you pay, you can't be out the loop, buddy. You're gonna have to loop yourself back in order. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let me see if Cumberpatch has responded. Because this is crazy. Let me see. Response. Benedict Cumberpatch could fade. No. I don't think he hasn't uh, said nothing. Like new. Should Benedict Cumberpatch say sorry for the slave owners and his family? Listen. I'll say this much. We cannot erase history. We cannot erase history. We cannot rewrite history. We have to deal with history. And if, and if this man, famous man, one of the best actors of all time, arguably, legendary characters, legendary roles, hell of an actor. You might love him no matter what. No one's saying nothing against him. But those things are entertaining, fun, but we have to get to reality. The reality is this. Historically, his family owned slaves. Hundreds of slaves, and they made millions off of owning Hundreds of slaves. Therefore, this man, who is a millionaire now, is going to have to pay back something. If not him, someone in his family, because reparations is a real thing. How the hell are you going to be okay with making millions off of owning other humans? People were okay with this. It was the 1700s, 1800s. This was a normal thing. Yep. We are in 2023 now. Now what we have is... Low paying jobs. Low paying jobs. And we also have labor slavery happening and cobalt mines. People making these batteries and all our phones and his laptop and his TV. Everything that's run on cobalt. It comes from these mines that, you know, people are talking about now more, especially because on the, the newest Joe Rogan episode, that man has been revealing a lot of stuff. The man that went over there, the journalist that went to investigate all that. So that's uncovering. That's that's going to be an explosive topic this entire year mm-hmm. once it hits the actual, you know, headlines of, you know, these companies responding because we're going to have to get a response from Apple. We're going to have to get a response from Samsung. We would hope because they have to admit if they actually know about this cobalt mining slavery shit that's happening because what the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. But they're so powerful that they might not give a fuck and might not respond. And I'm pretty sure that's what the fuck is going to happen to those fucking motherfuckers. Because we're going to still buy these phones and these laptops. We need them, right? So, we're this is cash. It's a cash twenty two. It's a double edged sword. You you, you gotta you know take your wins with your losses. But 
slavery is still happening to some capacity, but the biggest capacity, especially when it came to integral race war slavery, it happened in the 1700s, 1800s, you know, for years, hundreds of years, you know, people have dealt with this, you know, black people, colored people, Caribbeans, all types of, you know, races were facing this. And better the Cumberpatch is going to have to, you know, I guess now respond to this, especially when it comes to legally. It doesn't matter what we even fucking say. Our opinion does not matter. If legally in court they demand him to do do it, he's going to have to do it. And if he doesn't do it, guess who is going to suffer? Him, his career. Mm-hmm. Because Hollywood tends to be very liberal. And liberal fans and social media, Disney, if better than Cumberpatch does not... <laughs> Pay back his reparations if he's demanded to? You think that he's going to be Dr. Strange again? That Dr. Strange job is out of here. You're not going to be Dr. Strange no more. You're going to have to pay those reparations. Whether you care about it or not, you better fucking act. Since you're such a good actor, you better act like you care. And, you know, put a a smile on because your career is in jeopardy here. If we're being actually honest, because Disney does not play that shit. You're going to have Disney, like, you think that Disney is going to be okay with like, oh, yeah, we have actors that are, you know. They would they had they their families owned slaves and you know they 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 didn't pay back reparations like you know hell no I mean it's also fucked up though that they want to put all of that on his shoulders you know what I'm saying when he had <laughs> nothing to really do with it but that's the thing it is what it is you know it comes to haunt you and that's that's the double edged sword about that because it's like you want to obviously if you're white you want to like okay know your history and you want to use your white sort of um what's it called like white white privilege to acknowledge historically what your family did because that happened a lot during the black lives matter movement the rat the past uh pandemic years these past like three years you had a lot of white people doing that like owning up to their ancestral historical fucking wrongdoings right similar to how like what brown university does yeah well brown yeah exactly a lot of people you know they're coming out and doing that but then you have a specific case where celebrities are finding out you know specifically that their families had ties especially a benedict cumberpatch case where his actual great-grandfather from the 1700s you know was involved in you know hundreds of slaves and making millions of dollars from these slaves, that specifically is like, whoa, when it comes down to that, you know, specific, it wasn't like, oh, you know, he was a part of it. He had a couple, you know, his uncle, his aunt, his great grandfather directly, the direct lineage, you know, so Dr. Strange, going to have to pay up, buddy, unfortunately. But fortunately, at the same time, because, you know, who knows? I believe... Uh, my family background definitely. I have some bloodline that was slaves, so I be, I'm not sure how reparations is gonna work, but who knows? Maybe I might be. Uh, there's maybe a big check waiting for me one day. <laughs> they, they might just call me up. Hey, Victor Myers, you you know your family. You know there was some Dominican slavery happening in DR. You know and Haitian slavery. You know and your your blood work shows that you you know how are they gonna do that? Like how? Because reparations is one thing. Getting the money that's one mm-hmm. thing. Collectively getting it. But how is it going to be spread? We had Jorge Alorza in here, the uh, Providence mayor, a former Providence mayor now. He spoke about his plans of reparations for Rhode Island and Providence specifically. And, you know, it sounded good. Has not happened yet. Mm How is this going to work? The PPP loan happened. People were signing up. 
getting money. A lot of people didn't deserve that fucking money. A lot of fucking scamming going on. Will it be the same with reparations? Will it be people sign up for reparations that don't deserve the reparations and they get the reparations? That's the thing with this fucking reparations thing. Because I'm all for it. It's always been a topic of conversation. You know, paying back the slave lineages for the money that the slave owner lineages have made from them. It makes sense, right? Think about it. It's fucking, they made millions. You would think that these people are going to get some money back because what the fuck, bro? You, my, my family, my great grand aunt was a slave. You owned her. You got to give me maybe something to, you know, I guess level it out morally. It would make sense business wise, morally. But at the same time, one would hope there's a future where we kind of like move so far past from all this shit that, you know, it's like such a distant future, slavery, racism, one would hope in a perfect world, but I feel like that's, that's never really never gonna really happen. Like, yeah, bro, we see this shit all the time. People, slavery is always gonna be here. It's always gonna be some sort of uh, separation, segregation. We're gonna have to just deal with it. But then we have it. Unfortunate, um, you know, situations. They're trying to cancel Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange. They're trying to cancel now. Um, Bad Bunny. You know, hell of a way to start the new year, twenty twenty three. But then we have it. We're gonna have some uh, guests coming up. Uh, in the following weeks hopefully they confirm and you know i'm excited for this new year cap is still going to keep on growing we appreciate every one of you guys that have listened to us every single fucking week mm-hmm. we're not stopping it's only fucking just started and yeah man to the fucking moon yes sir erlin again we're gonna put a uh as what's it called when you put out like a signal or something like someone's lo- lost or something oh, what's this uh amber alert amber. we're gonna put an amber alert out for erlin um we don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on. But we know there's hundreds, hundreds, thousands of you, literally, uh, every week. And you're probably familiar, used to him, etc. We have no explanation. Because we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Blow his DMs up. Like we said in the past, like one who said in the past. Blow his DMs up. That's all we can really say. Um, but we'll be here next week. Yes, sir. We'll say that much. Um, God willing. God willing. <laughs> God willing. And as we get that stomach flu again and, and, and turn turn into real zombies. Or you never know what happens, you know. But until next time, this has been Sound Club Ambition Marloon. And we are out. Cap. We, out this bitch. we love you guys. Happy New Year. Happy guys. New Year. Subscribe. All that good shit. They gonna love me for my ambition. They gonna love me for my ambition.